Hello, welcome to The Final Swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hello, my final swipers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So excited to be here with you always. So today we're doing something a little bit different. What I did was I was having a conversation with this beautiful, wonderful woman who is dating and looking for love. Her name is Lacey, and she was so kind to let me share the recording with her. So I did a little mini reading on her. I wasn't necessarily looking for future stuff, but I was really just trying to look for the blocks that she had in dating. So typically, if for any of you who have had my sessions, you know that basically I'm able to see blocks really quickly rather than like, you know, being in therapy for a couple of years and trying to find out what's going on. Um, so I dig, I dug deep, found the blocks. She wasn't always super open to them, which happens, you know, we, we resist a lot, um, but she knows that. And, uh, when she listened back to the recording, she was able to see some of that stuff. But the point was that we found some really interesting things that were blocking Lacey. She was so open to it. A lot of beautiful things about her as well. And we went through that. And honestly, a lot of the blocks that she has are blocks that many of us have. So I thought it would be really helpful to share that with you. We talk about resisting change. We talk about the difference between like being judgmental, but also like, you know, wanting what we want and really kind of knowing what the difference between that is. We talk about making our perfect man checklist. Uh, we talk about how we can be more efficient in our dating process and not have it be super long. So a lot of good, um, different themes. It is a little longer than some of the ones that I do, but I think you'll find a lot of value. So enjoy it, and hopefully I'll be doing a session with you one day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm loving your book. Jamie Nolan gave me, like, the hard copy because I, I have oh. a Kindle, but, like, if it's – I just prefer to read books, like, not on yeah. a computer screen. Yeah. So I – and I was like, you know what? Unless I have a hard copy or it's, like, downloaded on my Kindle, I probably won't read it. So I um, – <laughs> I borrowed it from her and I, and I really, Beautiful. I was like, well, I want to read a little bit of it before we, you know, before, before we talk and it, yeah. it really speaks to me and it's kind of uh, like, I don't know, I just like, it comes from a very sincere place and not like a, let me tell you what to do. Cause I figured it all out, you know, which is like uh, 90% of dating stuff out there. It's like you're doing it wrong. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, you're doing it right. But you know, like here's here's why it's hard (laughs) yeah no exactly and and you know and and that's the approach that's the approach that I take it's really to me dating is a spiritual journey we just like don't see it that way and most people all the advice that's out there like it's it's like you're too this or you're too that or don't you know like tiptoe around this guy or be more confident and it's like all these things that are just like um have nothing to do with with love you know with with coming together as like two humans and um, I just find it just like a very hard space. I think there's a lot of shame associated with, like, I remember feeling very ashamed that I couldn't find love mm-hmm. and that like, it didn't, that it wasn't working for me. So it like becomes very, like a lo- very lonely, um, you know, process. So I, I like, I don't know. I just, it was a big part of my spiritual awakening. So that's why I do this work. <laughs> love so, it. Um, love it. Yeah. So in today's, um, so we're going to do like kind of like a mini, um, a mini reading. So um, typically I do these readings where I, like I, I spent time meditating on the client and then I also am like reading the client's energy. So um, move this around here. 
But uh, so I meditated on the questions that you sent, well, the, the information that you sent via, via email. And I also did a little bit of like reading your chakras. So you'll hear me um, talk a little. And I sometimes we, I in my sessions, I pretty much do, like I'll do all areas of life. Like we'll talk about work and money and things like that. But since we have um, my fault, we have limited time and you're more like interested in, in dating stuff. We're just going to kind of focus on, on that. Um, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm grateful okay. for any of it. <laughs> any insight <laughs> would be great. No, thanks for doing this. Okay. So basically, I start off on the on the top, which is our top chakra is called the crown chakra, and it's like right above our head. And that chakra has everything to do. It's, so chakras are like these energy centers, and basically like that's, that's how I'm able to read the energy based off the centers. And um, that connection is, that's our connection to source. So like our, if we're religious or spiritual, like our beliefs about God, all that, our traumas about religion are all held in that area. Um, and so for you, and, and that is interest, that's important in dating because spirituality and dating go together in, in a way because um, we're basically like we have to count on like the universe to like bring us these people. And like, there's, you know, there's like this energetic connection of like us bringing in, um, attracting like this stranger basically. So, um, sometimes when there's like something off in like our spiritual lives, um, things can go like things, it could be a block, let's say like in dating. So for you, um, I was looking that you were, and it doesn't mean that we have to believe in God, but we have to kind of, understand that we're energetic beings and kind of understand that that concept a little bit better um so oh i believe in god the universe mother gaia all the things (laughs) yeah (laughs) so with you it's like almost a little bit more like um you're not really sure about like and that you're not sure so much about like faith and like our kind of um almost like contracts and like um paths like almost like are things set in stone like like do I have to um you know like it's kind of that idea of like am I creating things or did I come here with like a plan like you're still kind of trying to you're not sure like you're not sure um if you're even able to get everything that you want like is it you're you don't buy it like almost like and 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 you shouldn't buy it right because some people are like you can manifest a million dollars you know and you're like no I'm not, I'm not really sure that that's how like things work um like I'm not sure like how um, you know, like how true that is. So you're, you're still trying to figure out, like, you're, the question is like, like, is this my, like, what is faith? And, and is this faith? Like, do I, do I really have any control over, um, finding like the love of my life? Or is this just like my past? Uh, like th- those are some of the questions that come up, like in your kind of spiritual, like subconscious thoughts. Does that make sense? Yeah. So say that again, like, it's it. Like me questioning if it's out of my control or in my control. Yeah, you're kind of like you're on the fence. Like there's not a strong belief yet in that that area. Like like either, you know, there's kind of this confusion between like what is manifestation? Like can I manifest this thing? Or versus like what is my fate? Like what is set in stone for me? And then um, and or what is like something that I can call in and bring in myself? Like you're you're kind of on the fence of those two. Um, those two concepts because there's the idea that like things are fate and this is how it is and that like God has put us here with this like this plan or whatever um, or even astrology sometimes feels very like 
kind of set in stone. Like if you do very strong, um, like if you do like birth charts and things like that, there's a lot of it that feels like, oh, I, I don't have too much wiggle room, let's say. And then, then there's that idea. Then there's the other, the flip side, which is like the super new agey where it's like, oh, you can, whatever you want, like you can manifest and, and all of that. But you're, you're not really convinced that you can manifest everything you want. You're not really convinced that like you can have all the things that you want. Like that's still a doubt for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I just haven't. I mean, I believe, like, I think the first, like, opening to manifesting to me was, like, getting healthier. It was something, Mm -hmm. it was, like, a belief I had for decades that I couldn't change my body. That, like, you know, I had all these beliefs and I, I started believing it and I started, like, visioning, like, I... I've talked about this in my podcast, like I started envisioning like me like surfing and feeling really good. And like, I held on to this vision and it wasn't about being skinny. It was like about this feeling being healthy, you know, a year, a a year later, like that, that is like, wow. Okay. I have this proof that like it works and I know how it works. And now I have the tools. Now I'm like, now I'm now I'm taking kind of everything I've learned and I've like, Yes. applied it to now I'm applying like everything I've learned to like my business and like making like the money that I want and I'm so right. focused on that that to be honest I haven't really even opened up space to do that with dating it's just like I haven't gotten to that part yet <laughs> exactly like and which is what we yeah. see like you're kind of like jumping like you're you're not fully there yet like you're working on bringing that you know those that that thing in and like you're still like you did it once with the with the health stuff and now we're you know like you're kind of trying to see like if I can do it in other areas like does this thing like does this thing really work like how much of it you know like you're still kind of on the fence about that but which is great like you're you're getting started and you're going to be able to take like you said a lot of what you've already did you've already done in the past you're going to be able to do that in other areas of your life um so you so the next chakra is the third eye and that is our ability to to vision and you know and to be able to like see our future also like see our life for what it really is like be almost like realistic about you know seeing our lives like through a very clear perspective um and not like a negative one or not a super positive one but like really being um mm-hmm. present with our with our life and you have like such a beautiful third eye um you like you you see life like um in a very beautiful way like you have a very beautiful outlook on life um you you are very good at like visioning like you have a and I wonder if you I don't know if you always knew that about yourself but it seems it's interesting how you you talked about how you brought Mm -hmm. that up in your health like how you were able to use that in your health but that is one of your strengths like your visualization Mm -hmm. um and all that Mm -hmm. stuff is, is is a big part of your your strength so that's like um, somebody like myself that does these sessions, like a lot of my work is pulled from that area. Um, so it's like really amazing that you have that. Some of us have stronger ones than others, but like you, you have that going for yourself. So visualizing, like you said, is going to be a big part of any of your processes. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You're, you're also able, the other thing that's going to be important to you is that when you feel like a flash of your future, um, even if it's, or like in a dream, um, even if it sounds crazy um you're able to you're able to have flashes into your future so Mm, be able to so you're gonna so you're gonna want to hold on to those like when you have them and you just got to remind yourself that they're real because that's part of you're very connected so that's part of 
your gift and your talent and you're going to use it in all areas of your life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So, um, all right. Next chakra is your, um, your throat chakra. And that's obviously in our throat. And that's all about like our voice and, you know, expressing expression, all that stuff. Um, you're definitely getting better in that area. Um, but this actually is messing with your dating a little bit because, um, you're not always the best at saying what you want and you don't do that out of being insecure, um, or anything like that. You do that just because like, you're, you know, more easygoing and more going with the flow. And there's really a few things, there's very few things that actually bother you. So like, it's not like you're doing it because you're insecure or, or anything like that. But it is important that you have, um, it, and so in the book, if you, I don't know if you've gotten to the part where we talk about, where I talk about um, creating like uh, your list and getting very clear on what you want, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is very important to you because you're almost mm-hmm. a little too flexible, um, yeah. you're a little too open and that's out of your love for people and out of like this very compassionate heart that you like you see you see the beauty in people so like you're going to be open to multiple kinds of people but this is not about you making friends or this is about like one life partner that like you're going to live with for you know that you're going to have in your you know your life hopefully to be to, to when you die right so like you have to, it's a big job that you're interviewing for. So you have to be clear on what kind of um, person and have standards. And it's not personal when you decide that somebody's, you're not an awful person or being mean or anything like that. Um, when you decide that like, no, I don't want this guy because he has a child and I don't want to date somebody with a child or I don't want this guy because he lives in a certain area or he has a certain job. You're not being an asshole. You're not being, um, you know, a snob or anything like that. It's just that, like, you are allowed to have your own standards. You're allowed to be picky because this is, like, a specific position, let's call it, um, that's going to be very permanent. So you have to have better standards. And, and I know in, in one of your – and, it's, and um, it's just, like, having more – being more um, yes or no on the things that you want. Like, so being able to say right away, like, no, I, I don't, you know, I don't like this thing and that's okay. Um, does that, does that make sense? Do, do you know where I'm going? Yeah. I think in some ways, you know, some of the best, like best relationships I've had for me were like guys that at first glance, first swipe I might have judged and thought Mm -hmm. oh not my type and then like something will happen or one guy like I wasn't going to go on a second date with I thought he was he was like from LA super flashy and then (laughs) on the second date I I saw who he actually was and it changed and like we so I I think I have this thing where I'm like well don't judge a book by its cover give everybody a chance people might surprise you and you might like learn something new and so I am like very open because I've been surprised in the past and I sometimes I think Mm -hmm. our own judgment can close us off from really beautiful things coming into our lives a hundred percent so but there is a difference between um judgment judging people and um and understanding what we need. So mm-hmm. understanding what mm-hmm. we need 
um, is not judging. Understanding what we need is more like being very in touch with our, our own needs, like being like, okay, I know that, um, and it's not, uh, it's not a specific, it's not like, oh, I'm not going to date anybody from LA. Right. It's, that would be yeah. that's judging, okay. but it's more like, yeah. Right. And, and, um, I, in the book, I, I'll talk a little bit about that. Cause it's like, you make your list and it could be as like superficial as you like, but then next to it, what you're doing is you're going to, um, you're going to, you're going to write how you want to feel like, okay, I want to talk yeah. guy. Okay. But why do you want to talk guy? Right. And that, and you're doing that, you're pretty much doing that already. Um, but, but by, by doing that and like not being judgmental, you like, you went to the other extreme. So we're just trying to bring you a little bit closer where yeah. you know what your needs are and, but you're open to how that shows up. Right. Like I know I need somebody who's going to make me a priority. That can be a guy who's super flashy or that can be a guy that drives a pickup truck. Right. Um, So that is where, that is where you're open, but you have to have some, you have to have self-awareness as to like, what are things um, that you, that you emotionally need. And that is, that is, Mm -hmm. that's one of the the things. And that kind of being too open there, like not necessarily having, you know what it is? It's like boundaries, like basically being like, um, like uh, kind of being able to put people in categories, like being like, okay, like you'd be a good friend or you'd be a good colleague. Oh, but you're worth a partnership. And you have to mm-hmm. be a little bit better about like putting people in their different categories because you may like somebody as a person and, and all of that, but they wouldn't necessarily be, it's kind of like when you're interviewing for jobs, like that might be a great person for like the marketing job, but he wouldn't be like the best person to be your VP. You know, um, and you have to be able to 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 know that in yourself, and it has a lot to do with you knowing what you need, like your own self awareness. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I see that, and I, you know, I this is probably like could be a whole another conversation, like we could have it at some point. But you know, I think um, as you get into your mid to late thirties and you're you're dating you start to make like maybe some compromises because you're like, okay, of you know, like, can you really get, like, can you really have like everything you really want? Like now everyone feels a little picked over. They're coming out of divorce. This guys have like all this baggage. Like, you know, you kind of start right. thinking, okay, well, I can get like 75% of everything I want. Like maybe at this point, you know, maybe, and you yeah. know, there's that book that came out a few years ago, the, the case for settling, you know, about like, you know, from this woman who was like 40 and and had been so picky that she was like, never found anyone and decided to have a kid on her own. But like, I've kind of thought about like, but like, obviously, you don't want to settle, you don't want to limit yourself. And I always want to believe that like, the thing I really want is out there. But I, I think sometimes too, like, okay, well, no one's going to be perfect. And especially the later we get in life, and the more baggage and things we have. Well, well, that goes back to like what I said in the very beginning that like you don't really believe that you can like get everything that you want. You're not really sure. You don't buy that. And, yeah. you know, one thing that we do know is that like what we believe is what we see. So, I yeah. mean, again, there's a difference. I think some people like there's people that are picky, but picky has is is very blur is a very blurred line between being picky and, and judgmental. They're kind of almost the same thing sometimes. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about us knowing like what we need emotionally and, mm-hmm. and making sure that the internal part of this person has that. 
not the out. It could be somebody who who has been divorced, but still gives you what you need, right? I um and I can I can relate because I remember meeting my husband, and I was yeah, like you know I was I was 28, so I didn't think like I didn't think I, I thought I was still in the you know first marriages type like arena, and I met him. Arena. Um, you know, like he already had a kid, and I was like, what? Like, I, how did I end up in this category so fast? Yeah. You, get in those, you get in those categories, like, so much faster than you think, you know? Like, um, that that's, like, it's just funny how that stuff shows up. But it's not about, like, the, again, not about the external stuff, but it's really about knowing what you need from, from a relationship and being a little bit more, um, a little bit uh, stricter on your boundaries there. And, and, and you'll be able to know, like, right right away, like, you want to basically like, no, these are the things that I need emotionally. And they're probably not a lot. I have, a, I have a client, um, a coaching client that we were making her list and hers was so simple. Like it really was not, she was not asking for a lot and her too, she was, she's like 38 and she's really not asking for a lot. And it's not that she's settling. It was just a very, like a lot of emotional stuff. Like I want a good person. Like I want a person who like wants a family, like things like that. Um, so mm-hmm. And that is the way that we want to, we want to go about, like, those are the kind of standards. And, um, when we think about really being true to what we need, like, that's where we want to go. Not so much like where they live or where they're from and things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You have to kind of figure out who your unicorn is and then believe in the unicorn. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, it's funny, I, the word attachment came up for me, but I remember that the first time we met, we talked about a book that you had picked up about attachment. Yeah, the um, it's called Attached, and it's like... Attached, this, okay. Yeah, the science behind um, human attachment as it relates to dating. Okay, and um, did you like that book? Loved it, it changed my life. Um, and okay. It, I'm in, I'm in, there's three different kinds of um, people. We have uh-huh. secure people, insecure, and avoidant. So I'm an insecure. Oh, um, and that, like, oh. you just need a little bit more reassurance. It's just what, you just need more reassurance. Yeah. And it, there's nothing wrong with you, but you like to maintain connection. Um, and you kind of assume worst case if something's not, you know, if you're not hearing from the person. Um, and then the avoidance, like, don't want to, you know, like, they shut down the more they're, like, so, like, an anxious and an avoidant are, like, the worst uh-huh. matches. And oh <laughs> so, like, secures usually attract secures, but, like, a secure and an anxious are, like, a pretty good match because, like, the secure is always, always able to reassure without, like, shutting down. So I realized from that book that I had, like, insecures have a habit of attracting avoidance so um through the Mm. i i can recognize avoidant men like i mean i just see them right away and so i read that book like maybe maybe five years ago and i i I stopped attracting that guy's scent so it was really helpful beautiful but yeah i'm in it i'm an insecure and i'm i have i feel secure a proud insecure (laughs) yeah it's just who i am i just need a little bit more reassurance and i'm good yeah I get that. I get that. I have, um, my, that's what my husband is then. <laughs> He'll hate me for saying that, okay. but that's the truth. Um, uh, he, yeah. you know, he just needs more. He needs more of that. And I, I'm constantly, you know, finding myself do that. Um, so 
the reason attach the word attachment came or attachment, I guess it was attachment I wrote here that came mm-hmm. up for me was um, you want to watch your attachment to the outcome. So that would be more of like the Buddhist approach, like kind of like it seems yeah. like sometimes what happens is you get excited, which we all do. I mean, God, like we would have to be like sociopaths to not, you know, to not put our heart into something, but it, it's not so much like you go into it and you like, you, um, you know, like you you pretend like you're disinterested or whatever, but you want to make clear with yourself that like that person that you're excited about that would be awesome if you, if it would work out is not, uh, is not the equivalent to your happiness. There's a little bit of like, Oh my God, if I could just, if this could just work and this could be over with, like I would be happy. And it's similar to what you kind of said about your weight that you had lost that in a way you were like, oh, when I lose these 35 pounds, like everything will like, and a lot of, I'm sure a lot changed for you, but you, like anything, you knew that, you know, there's still, it's not like bliss all the time, right? Like, and that's kind of the, the switch you want to make in your mindset really where like, you meet somebody you like them, you're excited about them. You, you know, you open your heart, the whole deal, but you're like, but at the end of the day, if this does not work out, I'm still going to find love. And it's going to be okay. And like, I'm still going to be happy. Um, I'm, yeah. it's just, I'm, I am open. I know I'm going to find love and I'm open to ha- in any way that that comes to me. I'm not going to tell the universe like, oh yeah, I want love, but by the way, it has to be this person. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's just that. a little shift. Yeah. You just want to like, and you're just going to have to remind yourself and we all have to you know, anything we get excited about in life, you know, like we can't help but get attached to it. Right. But what you're going to want to do is just be like, this is fun. I'm super happy. I'm, I'm excited about the possibility. Um, you know, I'm grateful, blah, blah, blah. But I also know that at the end of the day, like I'm going to be okay. And I'm, I, this, just because this works, this doesn't work out. doesn't mean that I'm not finding love. Like I'm finding love no matter what. And this seems like a good, a good fit. And hopefully it is the right fit. But if it's not, I know that I'm still going to be okay. So you just, you want to be able to, because what happens is when you date, it's like the lacy that they first meet is like cool, fun, lacy. And then when that switch turns on, it's like, they almost feel like they're dating another person. So you want to be able to get a hold of, of, of not going there, like not letting your mind go there because then you're not even like yourself anymore. Like you lose yourself and your biggest, um, your biggest strength is, is you being yourself. Like that's like, that's what people like and that's what attracts Mm -hmm. people to you. But so you have to do your best to stay yourself. And I know that that sounds, uh, like, like, I think, yeah, but I think we're like complex and I have like, you know, I think that's the hardest thing is like, I think that there, I, I think one of the things I struggle with in dating is I'm a, I'm a very like deep feeling, emotional person. And I feel like in, you know, if you're going to just like walk, like first meeting with someone, like be like, look how, like just expressing the depths of your soul, like you know, that's not usually how it works. So what happens is like, but I'm also very like lighthearted and fun and like social. Mm -hmm. And so it starts off with, because I feel like that's a side of myself that it it, it takes a little bit more time to show up just like kind of how like 
like deep I really feel about things and you know and so I'm like so I'm like really fun and like I feel like I'm in some ways I've had asked myself like am I accommodating like men like from the get-go you know because I think that's Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing it's like like in the beginning they think I'm so fun they think I'm so cool they like think all of that and then as the like deeper parts of myself start to surface and not like me being like super anxious or like negative stuff coming out, but just like kind of the deeper parts of myself. That's when I well, feel like, or like, oh, I'm here things for like, that the fun times. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's what we were just, that's what we were just talking about. Like you, that's why we we're talking about having like more of these standards and being able, I'm sorry if I wasn't clear, but in your voice, like you need to do a better job of saying what you want. Um, at the beginning, I, I wrote here, like, you need to have more of an opinion. You need, you know, not necessarily trying to be everything for, you know, for everyone, like, and which is another way of saying, like, accommodating, basically, like, being uh, flexible for these people, because, but you do it because you're lighthearted, you know, but then that's also one of the things that ends up, like, biting you in the butt later, where you're like, oh, my God, like, if I, like, kind of like saying, like, you know, the first time that something doesn't, like, really feel right for you, like, you got to say it right, you know, you say it right there, or you decide, like, this is not going to be the right thing, and you let those things go on a little too long. Yeah, but, like, should I put on my, like, Bumble profile, like, I need to have deep, soulful conversations, and I cry, like, ten times a week because I feel so much, and I need someone who's, like, cool with that. Like, that's what I wonder, you know what I mean? And so that's always yeah. inside of myself that I'm, like, it's, like, yeah. I, it's like I am being myself, but, like, that that seems to, I, and, and then I'm, like, well, am I attracting guys that are, like, just looking for fun, you know? Like, they're not, uh, they're not, like, ready to show up and actually do the, like, relationship work, you know? So that's, like, to I me, definitely feel the attachment thing. That's more of it. To me, it's that, it's that. Yeah. It's not so much that, like, you can't be, like, a crier or whatever. Like, the right person is yeah. going to be totally okay with that. There's guys that are like that, you know? Um, but it's more, it's more that at the beginning you're, because you, you're, um, like lack of kind of knowing what you, again, having self-awareness to like know what you need right now, you're not having, um, you're not doing the best job of spotting it from the beginning. So like your door is very open, which having a very wide, um, open door is, is beautiful when we're like in our twenties, when we're just, or maybe we just got divorced and we're trying to figure out what we like. Like that's a good time to have, like a, have no kind of, you know, thoughts about what it is, uh, or or not being specific about what we want. But you're you're ready, you know. Like and now that you're ready, you got to, You have to niche and you have to like get make that pool smaller and you have to be able to like know recognize that in somebody else from from the beginning. So there has to be more of a like a, more of this idea that like you are in like almost, I don't want to say like, I don't want to make it sound like an interview. I'm just using the metaphor because we all know like what it's like to interview for a job and things like that. But it's more like this person is trying to get this job with you and you're trying to decide if he fits all the requirements that like this job, you know, oh, like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like this job, yeah. like, yeah, it's going to take, like, do you have like the, um, the patience, like, are you going to be able to, you know, like, are you you ready to show up? Yeah, exactly. Like, and if you're not, that's okay, cool. Then we can be friends. Like then, you know, I'll put you in this category or whatever, but because of that, and then you're flipping it, you think that it's the problem is with you, but what you don't get, it's actually, no, it starts at the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. more like you have to, I wrote down here, um, uh, like it's kind of like you need to ask the question, like, are you worth this position? Like, are you, you know, like, are you worthy mm-hmm. of it? You know, do you deserve mm-hmm. this role? Like, so when you sit with somebody, like that's kind of the, and it's not in a snobby way or anything like that. It's just like, you know, when I'm hiring an assistant, you know, let's say I'm like, uh, thinking to myself, like, I know what I need. I'm like, I need somebody who's techie. I need somebody who like, is a, you know, uh, will answer the phone at, you know, whatever time, like whatever, whatever my requirements may be. So I, I'll interview a bunch of people and, and I'll probably love some, a lot of them, but I'll know right away. Like, does that person, like, is that, does that person fit those things? Like, I, I'm not yeah. just hoping that she, I'm not hoping that she's going to work for me. Like, I'm trying to think like, you know, like, is she good enough to work for me? Is she good enough to work for me? And that's, you want to reverse that because you're kind of feeling like um, they're picking you rather than like you picking them. Like you're both picking each mm-hmm. other, you know, and yeah. and you want to be a yeah. little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I feel that. And so I'm going to mention one more thing and then I'll let you like ask any other questions. I know that we have to get going, but so there was one more thing that there's, um, you um, have beliefs about, uh, the city you're in and like the kind of people (laughs) so like kind of um which is very common uh like you have kind of an idea of of like what Miami people are and you're um kind of surrounded in like I don't know like almost like uh not even judgments but kind of like oh you know you know when people are like oh everybody's always late or like their work culture is like this or people say they're going to come, but they don't come. And there's, and, and yes, there's a lot of truth to that because we are in a big city and we're in a event space city and stuff like that. Um, but you just want to make sure those are not seeping into your dating life because you do live in Miami and you have to, um, you want to find somebody here, you know, you don't want to find somebody who's like in another city that's going to make things really complicated. So you just want to look at your beliefs about, what you think um, your area is like and the kind of people. And what you can do is like, you just want to like open it up and be like, there's so many different types of people in this city. Um, they're, they come from all over with all different, you know, uh, work ethics and all different uh, ideas about commitment. Like we're in such a big place, but there's all different types of people and not trying to like mm-hmm. them in because that's messing because you are dating in a, in this city. So, and you, you know, you don't want to have like a yeah. complicated like, long distance situation. So you just want to, make sure that even when you're talking about um, I have a lot of clients that are like, I just think I need to like leave and like move, um, you know, move from Miami or move from New York. I'm like, you guys, you're in a big city. Like there's so many different types of people. I moved, I moved to Miami specifically for the dating. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I was in (laughs) a very small homogeneous, like, Mm. you know, not, not as many single people and my friends were like you should move like you maybe like you know and so that dating has been really exciting to me in Miami because there's so many different kinds of people and like mm-hmm. the variety is great like and it's it is the doors probably like a little too wide open because it's yeah so I'm like I don't know it's kind of like I'm discovering too like what I really like because I've never had so many different kinds of men to choose from I've right living like a small beach town in Florida the last seven years. So, right. Yeah. I, right, I mean, right, right. so I think, you, I think my transient, but yeah, right. I think there's parts of it that's exciting, but it is kind of like, I know that Miami is, can be a very transient place. So it's 
kind of like, okay, you know, you get, you do get a lot of guys kind of coming in for the weekend, coming in for work, right. da, da, da. like if you're on dating apps, you find that a lot. But overall, I have, I have really enjoyed the, the variety. <laughs> but but just make sure that your thoughts are like on the type of like committed um yeah yeah you know consistent person that like you want and not necessarily you know just because you're ready to start closing up that you know like you're ready like you're 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 ready to start closing so a lot of this this frustration is not because anything is wrong or whatever you were just you were doing exactly what you said you were enjoying it you know like you have a new body you're in a new place um, and nothing hasn't been working. Things haven't been working because like you were open and like that, that's a good time. Like it's just a time in your, in your life, like it was a change. But now if you feel that you're ready, which I feel you are, then you just want to start, you know, getting a little bit more like clothes on, on, on the things that you want and getting a little bit more like, okay, like that guy was like, the fuck boy is really fun, but like, it's not what I want anymore. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So questions. Your own questions that, like, we haven't gone over. Um, I think the biggest question, like I said, was, like, okay, get the mindset thing. I get manifestation now. I'm in a good place. Self-love. Woohoo. Um, I believe, <laughs> like, anything is possible. Um, but I, there's part of me that is, like, compartmentalizing everything and going, okay. I mean, and there is, like, a legitimate energy capacity that I have. Um, I'm very, very good at focusing on like one thing, especially one thing I really want and not so good when I'm splitting my focus. And I feel like at this point where I'm at, um, my focus is like rebuilding and, and focusing on my business and like a new city and, and rebuilding it. And it's, it's taking a lot of energy and focus. Um, and I, and I find that I don't even know if I have this space right now to, really like really do like the level of work that I need to do and the level of manifestation power and creating space in my life for really finding the one. And I want that. I want it equally as much as I want a successful. I want these two things like they are right on the same page. They're right on the same level. But I, I think there's a thought in my mind that's like, okay, just focus on your business now. Like you can't really have the love until like, you know, you got to do the business first mm-hmm. and then you can have the, the, the space and the time mm-hmm. to focus on the dating stuff. And so I keep kind of putting it on the back burner. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm like getting kind of like I'm getting older and, and, and it is something that I just, I, it would be just nice yeah. to have like now. So I, I don't know how to, how much effort, time, energy I can yeah. put into it and what I need to do. So, um, you know, that's of course like a, a belief that like we, you know, we can't have it all and, and all that stuff. And it's not that like we, it's not about like having it all and having it all together. <laughs> you know, we can have all these things, but like we probably are not going to have it all together, but that's okay. Like we can. And um, for you, it's more like, it, it's really a decision that you have to make to know that, yeah, like, yeah, something's going to give Lacey. You know, the truth is that, like you, you're probably building your business. And like, if you're in the middle of a, of a relationship, let's say, um, and maybe you're excited, you might lose a little focus on your, on your work. And like, that's, that's a reality. Mm-hmm. So things, the work will, will may possibly like slow by a little bit, just because you're, you know, you're going to be juggling two things at the same time. But 
um, the other option is to do like what you're saying, like, okay, like I'm just going to do this first and then I'll move on to this. But then, but then we really, um, are delaying a lot of things for yourself. And I, I know like personally I was faced with similar decisions, right? Like I wanted to build my business, but I also knew I wanted to have children. And like, I got married, yeah. you know, I, I, I wasn't like a spring chicken, like when, you know, when I got married <laughs> and, uh, well not, I mean, I was, yeah, of course, like, but the thing is like, you know, biologically, like it's just hard for women. And I, um, even like having like my, our third child, like I was, I, there was a part of me that was like, Oh my God, like I'm not ready to like have a third child because like all this stuff is going on with the work or whatever. But like, I just, I know that like my work is going to go a little bit slower because I chose to have these other two things. And it's hard some days because you're going to see people move ahead of you. Um, but, but something does have to give. We do live on, on, you know, we live on earth where things are, you know, physical and um, there's things like time and we live in a body that has, uh, you know, a bio, it has clocks in it and things like that. So yeah, like I'm not, um, you have to, you know, you have to, and that is, that's also like your, your desire to control and to have things perfect and to not, um, not be messy about these things, you know? Um, and you want to, that, that's going to require a level of like letting go, you know, it's going to be, it's going to require a level, level of being like, okay, well, you know, things are not going to be perfect and I'm not going to have an amazing job to like, or, or amazing company right away to like sell, you know, to sell myself on when I'm trying to date. Like, am I enough right now? You know, can I be enough as I am? Like, cause it, what yeah. are you, gonna, you know, you're like, first it was like, okay, I'll wait till I'm 35 pounds lighter. And then now it's like, oh, I'll wait until I have like a really kick-ass company and then after that it's going to be something else oh I'm, well let me wait till like I have yeah. a home well no it's, that I, I mean I think the company thing is like uh, you know it's kind of like okay let me just like not have to stress about paying my bills each month and then like the love right, right? so I think it's right um and this idea that it's like a lot of it's going to take a lot of mental energy and work and like me like you know it, I think that's part of it too and maybe it's not maybe I have to work on the mindset that this is going to be hard and the whole thing I have to really devote myself to. Maybe I can kind of sit with how can I open myself up with the time and the energy that I have currently. Yeah. And I, I actually don't, um, I think also you're kind of um, overthinking a little bit about how much work it is going to be to date. Um, I, I really do feel that once you close, you get a little bit more specific about yeah, what you want. Um, it's yeah. going to be like quality. It's going to be quality over quantity okay. because right now you're in a huge quantity fest. <laughs> you're like, mm -hmm. I got to you know, like all these people. And ultimately, like if you're able to be very clear about what you want, you're not going to need to date a lot of people. Right. Like yeah, cause yeah. we date a lot of people when we're trying to figure out what we want. Like that. We all yeah. have to go through that at some point, yeah. you know, we're, but you're, if you feel that you, and it sounds like you do, you're just like scared of this change. You're moving into like a big change and you're scared to like, to, for lack of a better word, like to niche and to like narrow down and take things seriously. You're actually afraid of committing in a way. Um, you say you want it, but you're, you're having a major resistance to, to changing your setup and your life to a place that's actually ready. Um, for a relationship because you are tied to a lot of the way you were doing things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I'm sure you'll listen back to this recording and you'll get it because sometimes we don't like get it right away. But um, that that's all going to change when you get 
very strong about what it is that you want. And you're not going to have to do yeah. much. It's not going to, it's not going to take all this yeah. work that you think it's going to take. Yeah. But it's kind of like in your business. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what clients are you going to work with? Um, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think it's, yeah, I think for me, like the next step is, I mean, I've made like lists before, you know, da, 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 like mm-hmm. he has this, he has that. But I think I like the idea of honing in on like how I really want to feel and like those signs I can kind of pick up early on and then knowing like if they meet the criteria or not and then kind of yeah. seeing how it feels um, like kind of moving forward but having more of that that mindset going forward so yeah and you're, all you're gonna have super helpful yeah no you're gonna have to have a lot of your the willpower Lacey that you took from from eating from your health yeah, because you're yeah. going to have to be able to say no to things that you would have been like, oh, what's the big deal? This guy seems fun. Or what's the big mm. deal? I'm doing another, going, mm. going on another date with this guy. They're like, eh, I, I could, I, intuitively, I know he's not the right one, but I got nothing else going mm. on. Like, you're going to yeah. have to have the willpower to say, ba- say no to the sugar, you know, like to, to say no, like, no, because I don't want that anymore. Like, I, I, I yeah. don't want that anymore. And that's going to save you time, number one. And you can take that time to work on your, your business, but it's also going to get you closer to what to you know what to what you really want yeah so you're gonna have to use that willpower and you know how it is it's hard to say goodbye to that time in our life it's we don't notice but we resist the change like it's it's hard like you're having a good time you know um and it's hard to say it's hard to say goodbye to that and i don't think you realize how much of how much that plays into um into what you're doing, you know, like into the way you're doing things right now. And that's okay. But like, you know, you don't want it anymore either. So it's like, okay yeah. to say bye to that. It's okay to let it go. Yeah. And open into this new time in your, you know, this new time in your life, which is more about commitment and love and, and all that. I agree. Well, thank you so much. You're just you know, so good at what you do. And <laughs> I'm loving your book and I can't wait to finish it and write my list and report back <laughs> to you about yes. what hopefully in like a few weeks there'll be like something a new development to report. But yes. I thank you so much thank for you your so time soon. and you're welcome. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Hey you. So real talk. Have you bought my book The Final Swipe yet? Why not? You're ready for love, right? Okay, well, you can't just hope and wish that things are going to change. You have to create that change within you. In The Final Swipe, I teach my proven formula for finding real, lasting love. And spoiler alert, it has nothing to do with appearing confident. I hate that advice. Anyhow, The Final Swipe hit number one in dating on Amazon. It has some nice reviews. But most importantly, I really thought about you when I was writing the book. My whole heart was in you and your struggles and your dreams, and I created this for you. So I hope you allow yourself to receive the gift of love, which starts with reading this book. So go ahead, get it on Amazon, and know that I'm always sending you lots of vibes of love. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com.